Jared Kushner is one of the most corrupt officials who ever served on the White House staff. It's Valentine's Day, February 14th. There are 265 days to go until the presidential election. And this is the warning. Yesterday, Axios, the access-driven digital media company, saw fit to host Jared Kushner at its Miami BFD conference. And there, Jared Kushner, now in the private equity business, announced he doesn't plan to return to the White House, which is a place Jared Kushner should never, ever, ever have worked at. So is that a no? If he calls you on November whatever and says, I'd like to come back to DC, you say, thanks, but I'm good? Uh, yes. Let's take a look back. Jared Kushner, the son of a felon, couldn't get security clearances. He was denied them because of his massive conflicts of interest. He was given the highest level security clearances on direct order from his father-in-law, the president. Jared Kushner is the soft-handed child of a billionaire felon who has never worked an hour in his life. He's never been in a fistfight. He's never picked up a shovel or a hammer or struck a nail. He's soft. He's entitled. His family bought his way into Harvard. His entire life has been one of easy, glazed privilege. And yet, he wasn't content with that. Jared Kushner, you see, wanted power. And Jared Kushner was given carte blanche to travel all over the world. America's greatest know-nothing. Somebody who's never suffered, never served, never sacrificed, who's never done anything, decided he would take it upon himself to become a diplomat. And what Jared Kushner did is architect the Abraham Accords. And what the Abraham Accords did was light a fuse. And that fuse exploded. It exploded because the Abraham Accords were a cynical business transaction that discounted history, culture, religion, and cut the Palestinian people out of the deal. Jared Kushner set off chaos in the Middle East because he was a know-nothing with a powerful job. What Jared Kushner did, though, after he left the White House is the most important thing to talk about. And of course, Axios dared not ask any questions about what could be the greatest act of political corruption in American history. Jared Kushner reportedly was the number one consumer of classified information in the White House. He couldn't get enough of it. He wanted briefing after briefing after briefing. And a few months after he left the White House, over the objections of the professional money managers on the direct orders of the Saudi crown prince, two billion dollars was invested in Jared Kushner's hedge fund. So Jared Kushner has no experience whatsoever in investment. The payment was a bribe or a reward, but it should have been investigated as espionage. Jared Kushner is one of the most corrupt officials who ever served 
on the White House staff. And that service was a disgrace. He talked about during his Axios interview that his father-in-law's campaign today is professionally run. From my perspective, uh, again, if you look at the way President Trump has been handling his campaign this time, uh, this is his third time doing it, and he's had time um, to uh, to really reflect on everything. I think that the team around him is, is maybe the best he's had. Let's talk about his father's campaign, and let's talk about the appalling American media coverage that followed the insanity of this weekend, where a Trump crowd chanted over and over again, fuck Joe Biden, as Trump promised to withdraw from the most powerful military alliance in world history that keeps America safe, and cheered on Vladimir Putin so he could invade England and France and Poland. Donald Trump is unhinged. He's deranged. He's deeply dangerous. I don't know why anybody would choose to put Donald Trump, of all people, at the center of a cult of personality. Personally, I find him repulsive, revolting, idiotic, and unintelligible. Yet, here we are. We don't talk enough about the dynamics of group contagion, the frenzy of the crowd. But as we move forward in this election cycle, the Biden team must understand the Trump crowds will get bigger. They will get crazier. They will become more frenzied. What is building is malevolent. It is terrible. And it's coming. It must be opposed. Today, Donald Trump must be hit and hit hard by the Biden campaign in the White House. And then he must be hit hard again tomorrow and the next day, and for 265 more days until this fever breaks. The United States of America will celebrate the 250th anniversary of its independence. Question for all of us, will a fascist be leading the celebration? And the answer to that question is no. Thank you for listening to my political commentary. If you like what you heard today, Please also consider subscribing to The Warning, daily newsletter on Substack. Our democracy hangs in the balance. The 2024 presidential election is the most consequential in America's history. It's not hyperbole. It's a fact. That is why the mission of The Warning with Steve Schmidt is to help readers orient to the currents that are shaping our times and the unseen forces driving politics that are very rarely discussed on cable news. Please sign up at Steve Schmidt, S-T-E-V-E-S-C-H-M-I-D-T dot substack dot com. Again, Steve Schmidt dot substack dot com or at the link in the show notes section below. Thank you to each and every one of you for listening and watching.